Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, uh, episode 174. And, well, it's Friday, May 25th, and uh, things look a little they look a little different around here. Uh, there's me. There's Tim. You can see us both. Uh, hopefully, the quality's a little bit better in video and maybe in audio, too. Uh, yeah, I know. The chat's already like, what are you? What, what's going on? Uh, yeah. So, I'm Kellen. Tim, say hi. Hey guys, how's it going? Tim here, as always. So yeah, we've uh, we've changed the the setup a little bit, hopefully just to uh, make a better experience. We're no longer using Hangouts. Uh, you guys know we've had some issues with Hangouts lately. Hasn't been a great the last couple of shows. So uh, just to clarify, Kellen's had issues with Hangouts. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, uh, there was something else weird last week, wasn't there? I, I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, new setup. So welcome to uh, the new Droid Life show. I'm not, not really sure. Yeah, people are like, weird. We're seeing both of you now. Yeah, so there's no more camera flipping between. It's just it's just me and Tim. It's uh, both of us at the same time. So uh, let's uh, let's dive into this. Whoa, first thing. Trivia is back. New show layout. Trivia is back. So at the end of the show, for those not familiar or, or uh, who have joined us live for the first time, um, yeah, we're doing trivia. So at the end of the show, we'll do five questions. We got some prizes to give away. We're actually going to give away Google Home Minis to everyone. So Holy Google Home Mini moly. to the five winners. Um, oh, someone just asked if uh, there's no Trump, but I think he's still there. I think you can see his elbow. Yeah, he's there. there. He's, he's, I mean, he's, I can't. He's can't still there. Trump. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, trivia is back. We'll have five questions at the end of the show. And uh, yeah, we have Google Home Minis to give away to everyone. So stick around for that. Uh, in terms of topics on this week's show, we're looking at HTC U12 Plus is now official. So we went hands-on with that. We'll talk a little bit about that when you can buy it, if you should buy it, that sort of thing. I mean, we'll have a review at some point. But um, we also have news around Essential that... Uh, it's kind of bad news, potentially bad news, right? If you were if you were looking forward to a second essential phone, we we may not actually get one of those. Um, YouTube Music is supposedly rolling out. I couldn't tell you anything about it because I still don't have access to it. But we want to talk a little bit about that. Um, Samsung potentially jumping back into Wear OS. Uh, I still have a OnePlus Six. Working on reviews of this guy. Tim still has a G Seven. Working on review of that guy. So we just may toss out some extra thoughts if we have anything new from last week's show. Um, Nvidia Shield with a big update—that's kind of it. So, should we dive into uh, the new U12 Plus? Head first, dive away. How is uh, everything looking? By the way, everyone, it's looking fine. Looking good. Right. Looking sweet. All right. So, uh, HTC U12 Plus announced on Wednesday, and we had a chance to actually play with it a little bit, um, go hands-on with it share some thoughts, uh, but let's recap a little bit about the phone. So HTC U12 Plus, obviously HTC's first big flagship of uh, 2018. I I don't know if we'll get another one from them or not, but this is kind of like the phone for them this year. Like last year, we got the U11 and then the U11 Plus later on. Now we're just going straight to U12 Plus and it's the middle of the year. So I don't know if we'll get a new one, but this thing's fully spec'd out. Six inch Quad HD Plus LCD, Super LCD 6, I'm sorry, display. Um, No notch on this thing, but it's still that two by one full display um style snapdragon 845 6 gig ram 64 or 128 gig storage 3500 milliamp hour battery runs android oreo underneath htc sense it'll get android p and i did ask them about android p beta if they were considering that they didn't really say that they were so or there may be some news later they were kind of they kind of left it up in the air a little bit they just didn't really give me much of an answer uh ip68 water and dust resistance 
it's got glass everywhere. Uh, no headphone jack, but it does have boom sound, dual speakers, USB-C port. Um, they include their USonic USB-C earbuds in the, uh, in the box, and they're actually pretty good buds. Uh, let's see, what else? There are three colors of it. Uh, there's a translucent blue, which is kind of clear backside, which is actually really nice. There's a black version and then there's also a red version the red version is not coming to the u.s just yet it may at some point for now it's not um what else let me just talk about hand oh pricing this thing starts at 7.99 and is available well you can pre-order it right now they haven't actually announced a uh um a release date yet as far as i know so you can pre-order it now it starts at uh, 800 bucks though so 64 gig is 800 Rip. bucks and then if you want 128 gig version it's 850 uh no carriers involved at all although it is certified for at&t t-mobile and verizon uh no sprint even certification which is kind of weird because i feel like htc's worked with sprint in the past on a number of phones so i'm not sure why they completely left sprint out but AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, no carrier store availability, just unlocked through HTC site or Amazon. I think that's kind of it. What was, uh, I've actually had my hands on the phone, but like you reading it kind of from the outside, like what do you think about the U12 plus? Rip. (laughs) I think it's (laughs) a bad move, HTC, but you know, it's a, it's just another one in a long line of bad moves. You know what sucks is that I, I've always liked HTC, never disliked. Obviously, like as a company or their products, I like their products. You can't get them as a U.S. consumer. No. And obviously, that's sort of a problem uh, when you're a struggling company. And I, I don't know what the deal with that is. You know, if they don't want to, like, you know, pay to get these things onto carriers or carriers really are just not excited about them and they don't want them, they're like, okay, I mean, who's going to walk into a store and say, I, I want the HTC over the Samsung phone? You know, I, I don't know if this that's like a social clout thing, but either way, this is another phone that no one in the U.S. is going to buy, which means we're going to talk about it for like a week, and, and, and that's about it. So this is the week. Enjoy while it lasts. <clears throat> this is the week. And then maybe when we put a review out or something. I, I, it's, it feels a little bit like HTC is fully just stepping away from the U.S., doesn't it? I know they, they've kind of been making this slow exit for a while. Like They haven't sold a phone at a carrier, I don't think, for a little while now. Well, they had that HTC, was it the Bolt? That was at Sprint? Which is yeah, like the most the random phone ever, right? That might have been one of their last carrier phones. Um it just seems like they've they're kind of exiting, right? Like the the phone was announced Wednesday at well one a.m. Pacific, so four a.m. Eastern. They it wasn't announced really for the U.S. I mean, it was no. right. Like you can buy well, it here, but it's kind of like they're catering to other countries that were like prime time hour to be announcing a phone, whereas the U.S. was like the middle of the night, early, early, early morning. So feels a little bit like that. Um, I think. Well, I th- what do we see in the last couple of months? They didn't they close their North America operations or laid most of that staff off. So, you know, they've kind of been. I don't even want to say hinting at it. They're going that direction of of not really um, moving with the U.S. So, eight hundred bucks is a lot. Um, if you look at all the stuff in this phone, stuff and things in this phone, it, it's packed with everything. The only thing is, it doesn't sure. have our wireless charging. And a headphone jack. Eh. Like you could argue, yeah, it doesn't have a notch or whatever. But like those, that's it. Like HTC actually put everything in this phone, and at eight hundred bucks, it's 
you know, even has an SD card slot. So it's kind of lower price than even like Pixel 2 XL, which is what it's competing with. Um, it's a, it's cheaper than the S9 Plus, except that has wireless charging, I guess. I, so it's not really missing anything. So I get why it's priced like that. I just think we're so used to seeing companies that have been struggling to sell anything um, actually price their stuff with the competitors that are crushing them like you kind of wonder like why are they are trying to undercut maybe uh and and so i i don't know if it's priced well enough to sell i mean you can finance it whatever it's it's expensive though right i think about it you know with regard to the one plus six right i mean 529 dollars will get you one hell of a phone and you know it's not lacking much more than what the htc u12 plus offers uh the u12 plus does have some sweet specs no doubt about it i mean some specs camera ever dxo mark yeah i'm sure it does totally um (laughs) i trust those guys um so while i i can appreciate the phone for what it is and it looks awesome that that transparent backside dude like i want it it's pretty i'm just never i'm just never gonna have it you know i mean it's just it's a phone I don't think it's really catered to the U.S. buyer, obviously, right? Because our whole system is just based on contracts and carriers and et cetera. And so, if I can't, if it's not a phone that I can just, you know, recommend to someone, and how can I recommend a phone this expensive where you can only yeah. get it through HTC and possibly their own financing program? Which who knows will be a- along. Amazon program. does have it too. You could trust Amazon. Yeah, sure, you can trust Amazon. <laughs> Is the, is the phone going to be supported for you know two years of OS updates and software up, or uh, security updates for three years? Uh, I mean, is HTC going to be around that long? There's a lot of a lot There's of questions. questions. Yeah, yeah. So if you like buying a mystery phone where you don't really know what that's you know support's going to be like, then I guess go for it by all means. But besides it looking really hot and having some really good specs and apparently the best camera ever uh, for a mobile phone. I mean, it's a phone that I would just say skip it. Like skip. We got the Pixel coming. I mean, just skip it. You get a yes. One Plus, you know. There's just it's kind of it's it's getting hard to make the argument for some of these other manufacturers, right? Like I get Samsung. Samsung is the biggest in the world. They put everything in a phone and sell it at least this year at a pretty decent price. It's everywhere. It's unlocked. It's on the carriers. You could get a Galaxy S9 in multiple version multiple sizes multiple colors like it's very appealing i totally get that and then obviously people like us like pixel phones because we like google stuff and we know that's coming um and then i feel like the third player these days is kind of one plus because they're price lower but you still get a really nice experience um and, and it's starting to feel like lg and htc and obviously sony a long time ago and motorola like those three that we're so used to talking about it seems like people are starting to forget about them or just not care like does it kind of feel like you have the g7 you've been writing about it are you seeing like you've done videos about it? like have you seen a reaction to it like do people seem to care because i get the feeling with some of the stuff no. like if you're not writing about google's pixel phone or samsung's phones or the one plus i feel like no one cares well, it's definitely not, you know, that it's a direct reflection of what these companies are offering to the consumers, right? Mm-hmm. The, the G7 is, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's an abomination because my, my feelings are overall kind of positive on the device, but God, it's boring. You know, like all it has even going for it is this notch and it's like, it doesn't even do anything. That's like you know? the only it's thing not, new and refreshing about it is a notch. Yeah, exactly. Cause the skin is so God awful. Like you just don't want to use it. Um, and the camera, you know, it's all right. I'll get into that later. Anyway, 
So HTC, no one cares about HTC simply because their phones are hard to come by, they're expensive, etc. You just don't, don't see the support for them anymore in the U.S., so why would anyone care? Yeah. And uh, what was the other one that you, what was the Motorola. other company you mentioned? Motorola. Yeah, Motorola. Lenovo's done terribly. Yeah. Lenovo, Mo- yeah Motorola. Motorola. Yeah, Motorola was like, it was the crown jewel of kind of like that U.S. consumer. Like We loved the Moto X. You know, it was like phone of the year two years in a row, yeah. which will probably never happen never. ever again. Never, no. Even had like the worst cameras and we still, we still loved, loved it. it. Still oh, loved God. it. So... <laughs> You can see, I mean, these are what the companies are giving us. We're, I think we're just, we're over, you know, say like the Moto mods and Lenovo's not, not treating the lineup well. And they're, they're moving into this whole new thing with, um, they're focusing a lot on the mid range, which is totally fine. Cause if that makes them money, I mean, they got to make money. So what these companies are offering to the U S consumers is just boring. And so people are reacting with boringness you know they're just like all right whatever don't care google's doing exciting stuff you know this hdc don't get me wrong they they remove those hardware buttons like that that's cool there's some cool stuff happening but talk about that oh we will but i mean for the most part these u.s consumers they want the the extravagance they they want that uh pizzazz that samsung offers with their marketing and google just with the the stock android but like you know these sweet tweaks and stuff and the latest android os and there's just better options out there in OnePlus. Even OnePlus with their marketing or like these guerrilla campaigns that they got where buy a ticket to our event and blah, blah, blah. I mean, people just love that stuff. You know, yeah. and it's it's totally affordable, obtainable. Yeah. And people love it. So. Yeah, it's, it's I guess it's just feeling it kind of it makes me sad a little bit. <laughs> Because we've been doing this long enough where we've talked about all these companies for so long. We've seen them all be at the top at one point or another. Uh, like HTC was king for like two years. Then Motorola was kind of king. Well, Motorola, I should say Motorola was king with the original Droid. And then HTC was kind of king for a while. And then Samsung came up and started crushing everyone. LG had its moment. Like LG came up and it was still behind Samsung. But it had its moment. And now it feels like they're just, we're starting to forget like, those three are just kind of moving along. Like they announced phones and you know, like we talked about in the last show, like LG didn't even host a big splashy press event. Like this is their new phone, the G seven. They didn't have a press event. HTC didn't like they, and HTC has been doing this for a, a little while now. They've, They've, they've announced stuff in the middle of the night or like, or in Taiwan, they've held some press events, but like, they just don't really like, you can't see this stuff unveiled. You know, like Samsung always makes sure like, you know, it's Samsung's day, just like Apple does, just like Google does. Like even one plus now is doing it right. Where they're like, look, we're throwing a big party. Come buy it, come have tickets, whatever. Right. We'll give you free phones. They're making big deals out of these. And so I don't know why HTC and LG, I know they're declining, but sometimes you have to spend to maybe make your way back and i don't feel like either of them are even like trying at this point which is kind of sad and motorola like the lenovo tie in there feels like they're doing kind of the same thing where it's, i don't want to say they're giving up but they're certainly scaled back we heard the moto x5 might be canceled and it, i guess it's frustrating anyway it's all kind of off topic but no i think you're right though that some of these companies should spend money to make money like you have to make an investment almost in yourself and if people don't know that you got a phone and you aren't hyping it up, then yeah, no one's going to care. So, yeah. All right. So anyway, the HCCU 12 plus is official. Um, we, Tim just mentioned how it doesn't have any mechanical buttons. This is just something to kind of point out uh, it, the volume and power button on the side. 
Uh, they're pressure sensitive rather than an actual mechanical clicky button. And so when I played with the phone earlier in the week, it's obvious from the beginning. And it feels kind of like that vibrate you get back on the new MacBook um, the new MacBook Pros, like the touchpad, because it's like that too. It's not an actual moving piece, right? It has just a vibration motor underneath it to make you think you're clicking. So these feel the same way. Like you click them and they don't, like it gives you kind of that sensation, but you're not actually moving a button. It's just kind of, so it's kind of cool. Um, it's kind of dope. Yeah. The only thing is I noticed um, they didn't work that great. <laughs> oh. Um, and maybe these were like early pre-production models so i can't totally fault this but like like you know you like are hammering on your volume down button a whole bunch of times in a row how the volume just goes down these ones like i sort of like it missed a couple um this is i I don't even know if i should say i should say this but i think i broke the power button on one of the phones i was playing with (laughs) like it just like stuck and i couldn't get the display to turn off or anything and one of the guys well no one of the guys like that was showing it to me like he took it back and i he he didn't want to admit that it was like broken i don't think so he was like trying to get it to turn and he couldn't get it to work either so again those were those were not retail units as far as i know so i don't don't take what i'm saying as to be like that's going to be the future of hcu 12 plus but i was like oh these are cool then it stopped working um anyway i uh I played with the phone for a little bit. The the translucent blue, like if you're going to buy one, you buy the blue. And they actually, this is one of those good things HTC did where like last year they released a translucent color, I think in the U11 Plus. And I don't know if it was as easy to get a hold of as maybe the other colors. This year with the U12 Plus, they said like, no, this is our flagship color. Like this is the one we want. So that's why they're offering it in the two storage variants. The black one only comes in 64 gigs. So they're like going all in on the translucent blue. So, and yes, you, sh- you should really should get it. Um, the phone feels really nice, you know, glass. Glass feels nice. As much as I hate all glass smartphones because they're fragile and they scratch, it actually feels really nice in hand. It's it's a pretty big phone, um, but it feels nice. Like the software was faster. It's HTC Sense and Blink Feed still there and all that stuff, but it runs fast. I I bet the cameras really are amazing. Like the U11 had one of the best cameras you will find in the whole smartphone industry last year, and no one knew it because no one bought it. So the cameras probably are going to be really good. HTC cares about audio as much or more than LG does. You know, LG puts quad DACs in, but like HTC usually uses some sort of Qualcomm DAC and they have app decks and they, they've been doing audio for a long time and they do their boom sound speakers like audio, like HTC really cares about audio. And I don't think they often get enough credit for that. Like it's one of those phones, like if you used it, I bet everyone would love this phone if they use this phone. But as we just talked about, I don't know who's going to go spend $800 on it. That's the thing, or $850 in order from HTC or Amazon. Like maybe will, people will, I, HTC fans will love this, of course. You know, we know how rabid they can be. Um, I can't wait to get a review unit in house because I'm ready to start playing with this thing. Like I, it's a phone, like I'm kind of excited about. Well, you know, I wrote a piece earlier in the year that was like, I'm so excited for HTC's 2018. <sighs> I'm going to Fail. forever uh but this phone does look really nice like i'm actually pretty excited to play with it i'm gonna wrap up the one plus six so i can hopefully jump on a u12 plus and let you guys know but uh i'm not really sure what else to say about it you know i didn't do any thorough testing i just did a hands-on but i liked what i used but i was like everyone else and my initial reaction to the price was is anyone gonna buy that so it's kind of where i sit uh, oh Richard asked, what was Super LCD screen? Was it bright enough? I don't know if it got bright enough, but the Super LCD screen on this thing looked ridiculous. Like, I'm an AMOLED guy. 
this phone's display, like I noticed it right away. You know, we talk about sometimes the display getting really close to the glass where it looks like it's almost floating to the top. This might be the king of that look. Like it was, Hmm. it was noticeable, like instantly that the display looked about as good as you could imagine. And then they've also figured out a way to do always on display, even though it's an LCD. So yeah, I I think the display is going to be good. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, battery life, uh, you know, who knows, but 3,500 milliamp hour, and that's not a bad size. So, yeah. Poor Bert's are real quick in the chat asking Uh-oh. about uh, the Sony phones. <laughs> Bert's are as a show now. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Sorry, Sony has some type of availability issue with review units. And so we're kind of like just, we're in a holding pattern over yeah. the uh, over the terminal and uh, running out of fuel in terms of our Sony hype, and our plane might crash land. And we may never talk about Sony again. So there you go. We're waiting. Yeah, the Sony thing, we, we honestly don't know what's going on. And I mean, if you look around the uh, rest of the tech media sphere, it's not a lot of reviews of those phones. Um, we're not sure why Sony didn't send everyone review units. But, you know, I, I don't think any of us all want to spend like the 800 bucks. Well, if you They're want not both, cheap if you want the compact and the regular one, you're spending like fourteen hundred bucks or something to review a couple of phones that I think we all are a little hesitant about. So, if we don't get review units of phones, sometimes they just don't get reviewed. So, yeah. poor Sam. We'll keep it posted, Bertz. Don't yeah, worry. We'll keep it posted. Keep asking though, Bertz. Appreciate keep, that. Yeah. Keep asking. All right, so that's about it for the U12 Plus. Again, we don't know launch date. They didn't tell me. They just said, like, pre-order. You can pre-order it right now if you want. You can go to Amazon, pre-order it right now, or HTC site, uh, and we don't know We don't know when the thing's going to be delivered. I'd imagine just a handful of weeks, maybe mid-June. They kind of said June-ish. So, mm-hmm. all right. Let's talk about Essential, shall we? Oh, Essential. Dude, I mean, speaking of breaks in the heart. So, they, they just sent they out a tweet. Oh, no. Well, they're rolling out a new version of the Android P oh, developer sh- preview. Damn. With like connectivity improvements and That's fixes sweet. for Bluetooth and dark mode. Like they're on it. They're doing stuff. Sweet. And it's OTA. Is it OTA? Can you just grab yes. that? It looks like it. It says downloading yep. over cellular network. Legit. Oh, Essential's not dead. Ah. Yeah, see, this just makes me even more sad now because of that. All right. So let's talk about Essential. So. Yesterday, uh, Bloomberg reported that Essential was, well, that they had canceled their second phone and that Andy Rubin and company were potentially putting or had put the phone or sorry, the company up for sale. So they were going to sell Essential, um, including patents, talent, um, any hardware that they have or plan to sell uh, and, and walk away, not shut the company down, but see if somebody would buy it and keep it going. Just, just so weird. Uh, so Ruben almost immediately after the story went live, right. Uh, tweets out that, uh, yeah, we, we, we do cancel products from time to time and we're, we're fine doing that is essentially what he was saying. Essentially. Let's see. He said, we always have multiple products in development at the same time. And we embrace canceling some in favor of the ones we think will be bigger hits. We are putting all of our efforts towards our future game changing products, which include mobile and home. So he didn't say, yeah, we canceled our second phone, but he pretty much said, yeah, I, that, that story that came out is true. And we think that our home, hub connector thing that they want to make it will be game changing it seems like a weird thing to get behind um but so central phone 2 
apparently gone, even though they told us like a new one was in the works. Uh, and essential has moved talent over to working on this smart home hub. And then the information, the outlet, the information picked up an email that Ruben had sent internally right after the story broke. And, uh, he said to his to his employees like we're not shutting down we're just working with bankers to raise money which could also mean we would be looking to be acquired and then he said um leaking will not help our position in terms of optimizing (laughs) he basically (laughs) says like don't leak of course like this is leaked um and then he said uh i'm going to focus on winning not whining that's how he that's how he ended it okay trump Yeah, I actually can't believe he said that, but that was uh, quoted in the email. So for me, obviously, you guys know I'm a fan of Essential. I love the Essential phone, even though it was terrible. The second one was like a phone I was really... I Okay, I don't feel like I'm alone in this either at this point. I think people that got on the Essential phone after the price drop, um, they... Uh, I think people like it. I think the people that own it, even though it has a garbage camera and the, and the, you know, the software and performance can be a little weird. I think people that own the phone, like get it. They like it. It feels nice and they like using it, whatever. Um, so I think like it has a fan base now. Um, so the second phone, I was really looking forward to a second phone. Like we're talking about, they don't need to change much. I don't even care if they don't change the design, just like upgrade the internals to modern and fix whatever the hell's wrong with the display and the touch latency and then put a good camera in and like that's all you need to do i I want the same phone i'll take the same exact design and hardware just with updated stuff and that's all they really needed i know that's probably not all they really needed to do but so you know kind of bummed about this um i don't know what are you thinking about an essential like it's surprising right like that they're potentially not making another phone super surprising super disappointing uh i'm right there with you absolutely loved the first essential phone but absolutely hated it at the same time uh great phone terrible phone it is like the weirdest anomaly in the android world i think we've ever seen a phone so beloved yet so despised uh for for the things that were wrong with it right terrible camera bad touch input all that so cellular connectivity yeah, the list goes on, but the hardware—I've got one just so good. I have one just sitting next to me as just a paperweight, so just so I can touch Great it. Paperweight is heavy phone. It's a heavy phone, but oh, the ceramic! Like it's basically the perfect hardware it that is. you could ever ask it really for. Is. It really is, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but the phone sucks. Um, it's so sad. Yeah, so that's too bad. You know, what makes it even sadder is that this company has shown that they really love their users in terms of the support, right? We're seeing freaking updates to the Android P dev preview, you know, and that they're pushing out. Like, they're they're doing big things. They're updating the dev preview. Google hasn't updated the dev preview beta. Exactly. They're rolling out security patches quicker than the Pixel devices get them. You know, they're... If these guys go away, that's a huge problem. Yeah, that sucks. Because they're really they're setting the example, man. And I guess that that's really doable when you you absolutely have no skin, right? You're more stock Android than Google's yep. Pixel devices at that point. But I, it makes me very depressed because just like you, I think if they would have just changed up a few things, improved the camera, uh, this could have been phone of the year. You know what? Screw it. It would have been phone of the year. Like. <laughs> 
I don't care what the next Pixel is. Like, if the Essential Phone 2 was this exact phone but had a better camera and wasn't kind of, you know, janky, oh, man, it would have killed. Because the hardware is that good, yes. The hardware is that good. And, that you know, that was one of the reasons we loved the Moto X, right? I mean, we had that wood, that customization, and then the Moto X after that, we had the leather. And everything was just nice. Like, the hardware was great. Uh, But, man, the jank is real. And so we were really looking forward. You just wrote up a piece like I, it's, it won't take much for the one essential two to be phone of the year. Did, yeah. And so everything that you do in terms of your opinions, um, they pretty <laughs> just, much jinx the company. I just and so, stopped writing opinion uh, pieces. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I wrote yes. that HTC. I couldn't wait for 2018. They lay off their U.S. operations. Essential phone, phone of the year. We're not making Canceled. one anymore. <laughs> it's kind of. <laughs> So if anybody wants me to ruin something, give me ideas. I all write it up. I'm really good at this apparently now. Yeah. Feel free to write a post about how LG skin is like the best skin ever. And then they'll just say, you know what? We're going to stock Android. That That's would actually be a pretty lovely. good idea. That's actually yeah. a really good idea. I may have to do that finally. Yeah. Well, April 1st is already passed, but you could have done like a serious thing. Like, no, this skin is the best. Uh, you know, obviously. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's funny, um, but yeah. So, so very, right there very with depressing. You, very depressing. I was really looking for. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be phone of the damn year. They said like we're going to fix the camera. We know. I. I. You have to know they're going to fix whatever the display problems were. Oh, how frustrating! Now they're going to make a home hub, and the home hub, like what they were talking about initially, was <clears throat> you have one home hub that like works with Apple Home Kit, and works with Alexa, and works with Google, works with everything. It actually sounds like a great product. Um, I don't know if they're if they can actually do that. You know, Apple doesn't. They're not usually that open to letting people do stuff like that. So I, I don't know if uh, they would allow Essential to make a single unit that uses everybody else's stuff. Uh, Google would probably be sort of open. I think Amazon's pretty open to that stuff. But so I don't know. Do, do they just have like user stats? You know, numbers like that that would even confirm that something like that is needed in the market, right? right. So when. When me and my girlfriend first got together, she used an iPhone. I used Android. Obviously, I got her on Android. So now all we use is Google Assistant, right? There's no need for Siri in my house, right? So how many homes are split like that where, you know, the other partner, person in the relationship uses an OS that is different? You know, I don't, I mean, I feel like if you're invested in one ecosystem as a family, you will only need that one. So I don't know why there's a need for having support for multiple. And again, like you said, is Apple ever going to allow third-party hardware makers to access Siri like that and APIs? Yeah. Uh, Someone asked in the chat, asked like, what's the point? Ben in the chat asked, what's the point? I I think the point is that if if you are the person that Tim's describing that has multiple iPhone, you know, Android phone, like maybe you have a work phone that is Android one's an iPhone. Maybe you just have six people in your household. Maybe you are, are a rental and your roommates and you all have different phones. You would have a hub that could control your home and do all of this stuff and automate things and whatever, like home and home pod probably will, or just Siri and then Alexa do. You can have them all in just a single unit and you don't have to like just buy into only Google homes or whatever. So I think it makes sense. Uh, it seems, yeah, I guess I'm with you. I don't know that it's supremely necessary since, you know, you can just have a, I mean, like if you can, if you have an iPhone, you can still use Google home. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, but anyway, they think there's obviously a big, a big opportunity there. What what I'd imagine oh, they'll do is whatever the software they create that makes it this single unit, that's probably what they're going to 
assume is valuable as a company and then they'll just sell themselves and all of that technology. That's my guess. Um, hmm. which is sad because the phone could have been something special. It could have been 150,000 units is what Bloomberg said they sold. That's not, that's not very, they, you know, they've been, we, we all laughed early on when they supposedly only sold what was like 5,000 units. Like, I think there was a report that said they only sold like 5,000 phones and they were like, shut up people. We did not, or maybe it was under a hundred thousand. And then they started saying, no, we, we sold six figures. And everyone's like, well, does that mean a hundred thousand or 800,000? Apparently it's a hundred. Yeah, well, yeah. Wasn't it like under 20,000 or something, <laughs> something super really bad, embarrassing? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was something really bad. But, uh, supposedly around 150. Uh, what I will say to that though, is when Andy Rubin was initially talking about the phone, I don't know that he was saying like, we hope to sell 5 million out the gate. He was like, look, we want to create this product. That's it's, he almost called it kind of a niche product, like a, like a high end, like exclusive kind of experience. They were going to price it really high at 700 bucks. I mean, now when we look back, it's not really that high, but use premium materials that no one else is using. They created this modular system, which we haven't talked about, which is probably dead. Um, and they were going to create this exclusive experience. They didn't sound like they needed to sell a million of these damn things. So 150,000, I know they had to drop the price significantly to get to 150,000 units sold. Um, but one plus remember one plus they've talked about it recently since they launched the one plus six. I said, look, our initial goal was to sell. Like I want to say it was like a hundred grand or 150,000. Or maybe it was like 50,000 phones. And then they sold like a million um, of the one plus one and it just blew everything away. And now they're starting to grow into a decent sized smartphone company. But like there, if, if one plus initial goal was to only sell like 50 or hundred thousand, you can't tell me essential was really setting like, we're going to sell 2 million of these. Like 150,000 doesn't seem that bad. I don't know what the margins are with them dropping the price to 500 bucks, but so it just seems weird. I don't know what they're seeing. I wish they would tell us like, look, we canceled it because we lost a shitload on, you know, this other one and we don't want to do it again. And there's no opportunity there. I wish they would just say it rather than this. Well, we just cancel stuff all the time. No, you don't. You can't cancel your second phone and not make a big deal out of it. I don't know. Anyway, very sad. Womp womp. It really sucks. <laughs> Like, it's one of my favorite yep. phones. As terrible as it is, there's just something special about it, Tim. Suck it, Android nerds. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah, we're losing yeah. another good one. That, well, yeah, uh, yeah, like possibly, you, just, you, you know, made the point. Yeah, you made the point where, like, software, like, they're doing updates faster than Google sometimes. They're just updating P. Like, no one else is doing that. We're going to lose one of the only other companies that does that stuff. That sucks. All right. Anyways. <sighs> Let's talk about YouTube music. Another disappointing something or other. What the hell is YouTube music? <laughs> yeah. What the hell is YouTube music? All right. So YouTube music, uh, soft launch. We're going to call it a soft launch on, I think it was Tuesday. What's the, we have today? to, cause no one knows if it even really launched. <laughs> no one knows if it even exists. YouTube music supposedly launched after a midnight announcement the week before that no one saw YouTube music, uh, apparently soft launch on March 20 or May 22nd, just a couple of days ago. Uh, I still don't have, I'm going to look right now. I still don't have access to the new version. I have YouTube music, I don't have access to the actual version that they think will be the future of music. Nope, I still don't. So YouTube music, uh, did we talk about How this do last week? So the only way to tell, I think, is if you open the app and at the bottom, you see that trending button? Yeah. It'll say hot list. That means you have the new one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like that's three, how I tell. That's, that's how I tell. <laughs> like the three buttons stay the same. But the trending changes to hot list and hot list. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's how you tell you have the new version. 
I believe. I'm not really sure. God, uh, for this supposed to be the future of Google's music endeavors, this doesn't make much sense. There, it's a slow rollout. Not everyone got it right away. You couldn't just like sign up for it. Like I, I think if you're a new user and you try to open YouTube, you can't. It's still called YouTube Red. Also, it's not called YouTube Premium yet. So no. that's kind of confusing. Um, you know, they, they they've told us this week in a number of different ways because this is so confusing that if you're a Google Play Music subscriber, number one, yes, you get to keep everything. You get all the new YouTube Music stuff and YouTube Premium and all that, even though you're only paying eight bucks a month or whatever. Um, and then they also said, look, we're going to bring everything over to like your uploaded music and your playlist and all the stuff from play music you love. Well, that like that hasn't happened to anyone, I don't think. So that hasn't happened. I, I don't really know what they're doing. Like if this is really the future of your of your music streaming service live, like what are you doing? I feel like I, you know. I know it's only been three days, but why did we not all just have it like day one? Why are they not slamming this and ramming this down our throat going, this is YouTube music. You should be doing this. Why is Google play music? Not saying like the banner in it, like, Hey buddy, you should check out YouTube music. We just launched and it's huge. Like it's, it's a weird launch. I mean, it's very Google, but it's very weird. It's so Google. Google always kind of half, half. I don't want to say the A word half, but <laughs> this type of like, launch right when it, it's sort of a big change yeah right so i feel it like they're like just it. kind of they're like lightly stepping on it just to make sure that people don't completely freak out and lose their minds so eh, i don't know yeah. i haven't been able to play with any of the new stuff so i don't even no. have like a like an idea of like oh yeah this is totally cool or the other issue is you and me, we go through devices. This is like a personal first world problem, but yeah. you and me go through so many devices that I'm always changing phones on my Google Play Music account. And for the G7, I tried to open it, but I had used all my things and I refused to call Google. This would be like the second time this year that I have to call them, <laughs> tell them to wipe my devices. Yeah. Because um, they only let you remove 10 in a year. Yeah. Usually you got to call them, say, hey, blah, blah, blah. This yeah. is what I do for work. Yeah. And then Tech they'll read that. Yeah, so I've, I actually signed up for Spotify, and I've been using the premium for the last month. So all this news with the YouTube music and stuff like hasn't even affected me because I haven't even been way. using Google Play Music. I'm the same way. Uh, yeah, but as soon as my free trial is up, although they are offering three months of premium for 99 cents, I'll probably you cop. just do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cop. Yeah. So, but I will say, I mean, just speaking of Spotify, I'm not like the biggest fan. I kind of hate Spotify. Like, I'm, I'm just not, the UI kind of sucks or something. I don't know. <laughs> And uh, anyway, back to the Google Play or the YouTube music. <laughs> Just by reading all this stuff, I couldn't be more confused yeah. as a user. And, you know, when they do things like this with YouTube and they did it with, when Google Plus became like a necessity or a, re- a requirement for YouTube, they do these things wrong. YouTube and Google have a way of just messing this type of stuff up. So it's not surprising that people are confused. It's not surprising that they made a a big announcement of stuff, but then nothing was even ready. Like, what was the deal? Um, So, you know, what happened is we saw that report that the YouTube music per premium was coming and was going to replace YouTube Red. And then they announced it officially, apparently before it was even ready. So they that, must have. I that, wonder if somebody really was drafting the blo- the two blog posts for YouTube Premium and Music 
and accidentally click publish and then they just were like we got to go with it because it was it was at midnight it was like in i actually I don't even know it was, it was even more random it was like 10 it was like 10 p.m in the and night at like the worst time you could possibly ever announce something so i wonder if because then yeah they were like well it's actually gonna be available next week and uh now it's slowly i don't know it's a bad launch it's a bad launch it's a bad launch I, i'm <clears throat> still kind of confused like I'm still confused on it to totally be honest, but again, that's yeah. because I just haven't been playing with anything. But I'm sure it'll be fine, right? Like my price isn't changed. I'm still a grandfather, seven ninety nine right. Google Play Music user. Like I'm not losing that at least for the time being. Um, my my collections, my libraries are going to transfer over. So whenever this does happen, I'm not worried. I'm not freaking out. You know what? I'm just going to call it something different. And to me, that's no big deal. Yeah, we'll let you guys know if uh, we ever get it, play with it. <laughs> I'm kind of like you, though, and like I switched to Spotify, and uh, I'm wor- glad I don't have to worry about the device limit anymore on Google Play, and it just seems like a better service. Spotify is kind of dope in terms of having access to a lot of like the new music, right? Like as soon as a song is released, I, I find that it's on Spotify before it's on Google Play Music. Um, like that new Ghost track, like it was on there before it was on Google Play Music, so... Although it doesn't matter, I pre-ordered, so they just send it to me. But I mean, anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From what I can find, Spotify is cool. I just I hate the UI. The UI is like very it's difficult, confusing. Yeah, and I agree with that. the app itself is kind of janky. I don't know if that's maybe just on the G7, but no, like the app is kind of janky. Like especially when I'm casting to a Google Home, like things are just kind of spotty. I don't know. It does anyway. have desktop apps though, which Google Play Music doesn't. It have. does. It does. You're right. Ooh, yeah. desktop apps. I just use the web app. Like, I mean, what, I you, you, I who needs I, a desktop app? I don't know. Me. <laughs> no, you don't. All right, that's YouTube <laughs> you music. I, I wish I had more to say about YouTube music, but uh, I, I, I don't. Wait. All right, let's talk about Wear OS. God, I mean, like, the topics the we got this is. week are just like, <laughs> oh, God. These are the worst topics ever. <laughs> the central going away, YouTube music confusion, Wear OS. No one wants to talk about Wear OS. All right, Wear OS. So this news could be interesting. Um, Samsung is apparently uh, going to make the switch. Digital Tizen, make the switch to Wear OS. They haven't been on Wear OS since the original, one of the original Android Wear watches, which was the Gear Live, which was quite possibly the ugliest piece of technology ever. Um, no. no. Sorry. I just, the LG watch, the Square, the Watch R, whatever the hell that thing was. That, or no, it wasn't the Watch R because the R was round. No, it was oh. just the G Watch. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst looking device ever in the history. What are you talking just about? Just a plain little guy. Not offensive. The Gear Live was cool. It had like the little kind of like a chrome siding. It, it was God. dope. I'm looking it up right now. You got. You should just look up and, and see if you want to take that back. No, I already know because I reviewed that one and you reviewed the LG one. And I think the Gear Live, I wanted the Gear Live because I thought it looked way better. It's. I mean, it's, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm looking at. It's pretty bad though. They were both terrible. They were both really ugly, yeah. All right. right. Anyway, so they haven't been in Android Wear, Wear OS since then. They're maybe making the change. Um, There was an initial report from a user on Weibo. I can't remember his name. Apologies for that. But he's a a Weibo user that breaks a lot of Samsung stuff, I believe, in tech. Uh, So he he said, look, Samsung's going to switch. They're going to release a flagship Wear OS device type of thing um, this fall. And then EvLeaks... Um, tweeted out that he's hearing that Samsung employees are wearing watches that are actually running Wear OS, not Tizen. So we got two reports from two reliable sources on that. And uh, I think it's a pretty big deal. Um, 
not necessarily because I really want Samsung to make a watch. I think it's, it's a big deal because I think Google actually has like a big change or plan ahead for Wear OS. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I think that starts a lot with what Qualcomm said at uh, Google I.O. Remember they said like, look, we have a new processor finally coming out this fall. And they said we're going to really focus on design because we want watches to look like watches, not smart watches. So we think we're going to get these like hybrid type of watches with touchscreens, but also mechanical hands. So I think there, I think it's going to be, well, I shouldn't say it's going to be a big deal, but I think they're going to make a really big deal out of it. It might change smartwatches a little bit and how we think of them today. And so I think Samsung possibly making that jump, I think that if they do, it kind of confirms that there, there's some pretty big changes coming to Wear OS. Hopefully the UI changes because Wear OS UI is garbage and doesn't really work, but the hardware is a big part of it. I mean, your watch, you want your watch to look nice and you want it to be functional. And then the smarts are always like an added bonus. So if Samsung says like, look, we're, we're coming back. I think that means there's probably some big stuff happening with wear OS that we just don't really know about yet. Other than the new processor coming. For real. I think you're wrong. Can you hear that? What? You can't hear that. There's a, it's, there's, a it's a, no, it's a leaf blower. <laughs> oh no, I can't. Oh, you can't. All right. Good. Good job. Microphone. Right. Yeah, you're welcome. No, I think you're wrong. I think no, I think uh, I think Wear OS could be made better. Obviously, I just don't think it's gonna ever gonna happen. <laughs> like I'm cool with uh, supporting mechanical hands and all that. I think that really could be like See, the future. People right? can hear because it. People, sorry, people can hear it. I don't care if they can hear it. Ah oh, man, I, are we ever gonna get through a show where like something doesn't happen? And I'm sure I don't know. gonna be out here for a while. Go tell homie to stop. I don't know what you want me to do. Homie, come back in like 20 minutes, you know? I was trying to make a point. I can just keep muting myself and coming back, but it's kind of a pain. If you want. Up to you. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Sorry. Anyways, we were talking about Wear OS. Guys, of course I care about you. Come on in the chat. Jesus. (laughs) No, uh... So I think it could definitely be a potential game changer down the road with mechanical hands and all that, plus kind of digital notifications, very minimal stuff. But for the most, I, you know, Google has had quite some time to change up Android Wear, excuse me, Wear OS into something that's usable. Yeah. And it's been a couple of years and they haven't done so. So I'm not expecting some like overnight change to happen where Wear OS is like instantly uh, attractive, right? Because they're still going to need not only the hardware manufacturers, but the software makers to actually make implement some cool features for it. Unless Google just wants to handle it all and dedicate the entire billion-dollar HTC engineer team just to Wear OS or something. I mean, I don't know. Google's making some weird plays. <laughs> and uh, Wear OS just seems to be one of them where they should probably just stop. Because um, there's other places to focus, especially when Apple yeah. has you so incredibly crushed. And, you know, because now they've got the health, the like the health fitness kind of area just on lock. Right. I mean, people are like, oh, Apple Watch saved my life. There you go. You, you've got all the uh, all the Americans on board because everyone loves a hero story and the Apple uh, Watch yeah, is a hero. I only see people wearing Apple Watches. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen. Well, Apple Watches and Fitbits. So if you're getting beat by Fitbits, just stop. Just quit. What's the point? I, I was but, looking at Wear OS. The last time that we got a big update was Android Wear 2.0. Correct. That was Which in two thousand two years ago. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, it was a it was a year and a half ago almost at this point. Oh yeah. And yeah. we just had Google I/O and 
There goes that damn leaf blower again. Thought he was gone for I a second. Can, that's so funny. I mean, I'm I can't, glad you can hear. Everyone says like they could barely hear, but uh, oh, it seems God. louder this time. Anyway, so Wear OS, the last big update was a year and a half ago. We just had Google I.O. and they didn't even mention, right? Like the news we got around Wear OS was they got, I think, Android P preview or a second preview or a beta. It got something which didn't really do anything, but they had to revert a bunch of changes they had made in the first preview because they realized how bad it was. And then we got the news from Qualcomm that there's a new chipset coming in. That was like, yeah. So Google must be working on something that they just don't want to tell us. I'm not sure. It seemed like that would have been a good time to preview maybe the future. Like if this stuff's all happening this fall and Qualcomm made it sound like, look, this fall we're going to drop a really nice high end watch. And then all of our other players are going to follow along over the holidays. I'm just confused at why Google didn't say, look, Wear OS, we're going to, there's big changes coming and tease it or something. seems a little weird, but Hey, Samsung's coming. Could be big. I could, that could be big. That could change things. Samsung makes um, really nice watch hardware. We talked on the last show. I'm not really a big yeah. fan of Tizen and the lack of app support there, which is a big part of Wear OS. Where that comes in is like if Samsung comes back, they have access to all the apps that are already on Wear OS. Uh, but Samsung does make nice watch hardware. Like the rotating bezel they did from the like right out of the gate was awesome. You know the the Gear S3, like the Frontier, and I think it's a classic. They're both pretty nice looking smartwatches. They're big, but pretty nice looking smartwatches. They're not bad. I just, you know, we had a lot of watches just basically watered down the brand and turned it into something that was just sort of cheap. And like the the Huawei Watch Two, all that like that New Balance stuff, the uh, the Misfit Vapor, which was supposed to be awesome, but then it came and it wasn't awesome. You've got Fossil pumping out a new Wear OS device every other day. You can't keep track of. They got they're naming watches after Instagrammers. Although I mean, technically he's a national geographic photographer but he's still on instagram anyway it's so watered down you know whereas apple they've got nike you know making like special edition watches and stuff i mean there's like a difference going on see i don't don't think i have a problem though with wear os being on everyone who wants to make a watch like that's what made android great right was because android was available to everyone and you could make like you could take it and do your own where I think Wear OS is a little bit different is there's one version of Wear OS. It's not like Android, you could take it and skin it and make your own thing, right? Or you could run stock if you want to. With Wear OS, there's one version of Wear OS. Like Google doesn't let you tweak it to make it your own and do things like you get the same. Every watch is so you basically like hardware wise, there's no innovation there. Like the problem with it is there's a Qualcomm chip that's old that everyone was using. And I don't know if heart rate sensors improved or whatever, like no one's been able to actually improve anything. So you've got, you're stuck with Google's version of the OS, which is not very good as a wearable OS. And then you don't have any new technology to use. So you just have the same watch everywhere. What we need is some sort of innovation around hardware probably. And maybe Google to let people do some custom stuff with software. Like as much as I don't like, you know, LG and Samsung skins, like maybe let Samsung take Wear OS and have all the access to all the apps and stuff and kind of do their own thing with it to make it work. Cause like Tizen on where on, um, on Samsung watches, like the UI is actually not that bad. Like the way it works. Whereas Wear OS is just terrible. (laughs) I, I feel you. I feel you dog. Um, we got Tag Heuer, we've got uh, Mont Blanc, we've got freaking Michael Kors, we've Louis got Louis, we got, I mean, the <laughs> list goes on, like, what the hell are we doing here? Sure, 
You could have everyone make a watch. But you and like I can make a watch, yeah. It's all running the same garbage it's running all this operating system. Yeah. And the same terrible hardware internally because there's nothing Inter- new around any of that. That's, exactly. that's like been one of the biggest problems. For real, so though, I, just, yeah. um, to keep it real, I would rock the Louis watch if someone bought it for me. <laughs> Man, I'm just, probably, there's no no I way I would wouldn't too. wear the Louis yeah, I probably I probably would, too. Hell, yeah. I think it's hot. All right. Anyway, let's move out of Wear OS. Let's just anything else hot. there. I mean, if Samsung makes a Wear OS watch. They could I save s- it. I, well, I, I still wouldn't buy it unless we do get a new chipset and, like, the operating system changes. Like, there's so many things wrong with Google's wearable yeah. platform, but... You're right. All right, um, one plus six. So as you guys know, I'm still working towards review on this guy. God, look, it's actually almost kind of fingerprintless at the moment. Look at that. Magic. I must have just, must have just cleaned her. Uh, still really like the phone. Um, I know you guys have probably read a bunch of reviews about it already. Um, but uh, I'm like backwards in the camera. It's weird. Um, it's a really nice phone. I, I don't think in my opinion has changed much since the last show. Like the value is still there. The hardware is nice. Oh, I mean, I do hate the glass back. I wish it was metal, um, but it looks nice and feels nice. Uh, it runs really good. Everything about it's really good. The cameras, I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's the worst. There's not much to dislike about the phone. I keep moving it the wrong way. There's not much to dislike about the phone. So, like, if you were thinking about it, you should probably just buy a OnePlus 6. <laughs> just buy it. I mean, if you were thinking about it, I, don't, I wouldn't really hesitate. Oh, well, there you go. How's the camera? I mean, it's fine. It's not the best camera ever. It's not the worst thing ever. It's portrait mode is kind of iffy. Kind of, yeah. No stereo speakers. No wireless charging. Oh, oh my God. No wireless (laughs) charging. No wireless charging. Expandable storage? There's no expandable storage. They put all the internal storage, though. (laughs) I know. But it runs like clean Android, and I like that. Uh, The only thing I really want is, see, there's a problem right here. Where's my always on display? Where is this? So I didn't know this, but when the phone first arrives, so if anyone's got an order of a OnePlus phone coming, go in your display settings and there should be an always on display option. The problem is after you update it, because there's a day one update, it gets rid of it. So I didn't know that because when I first got, I was like, I know they don't do always on display. I didn't bother to look. But it was there was actually always on display included, so it's baked in. They're just hiding it for some reason, which I don't know. Well, I don't know why. So there actually is always on display on this phone. No they one just take it away. It. I want always on display. I want to just like like if the phone's sitting there. I want to look and go, oh, that's what time it is. Instead, there's my Pixel Two, which has it on and it tells me. So I look yeah. at that. I don't one like the double tap. I don't like the lift. You know, one of the, my least favorite things is I think people love is the lift to wake. Like, like, like I've seen some people say, well, I don't need always on display because I got lift to wake and I got ambient display, which like when the notification comes in, it like lights up your phone for a second. But I want something always there. Like I'm spoiled at this point, right? The Google, Google's phones do always on display. Samsung's phones have done it forever. Even LG's do. I'm spoiled. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I want it on here. So, and the lift to wake thing, I just, I feel like I I should need to do this in order to get my phone to do something. (laughs) <laughs> just, just always be there. Damn it! I do. I'm, oh, I miss that. It's like I always disable it. You're crazy. It's like one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, Brett bringing up those moto actions or whatever. Oh, oh man, yeah, that, the twisty that actions. Was so hot. 
Motorola doesn't get enough credit for some of the stuff they did in those, that first phone. Like they Moto Display it was originally called, I think, Active Display. That was the first. It wasn't always on, but it would wake up when you got notifications. And if you picked up the phone, it would do the lift to wake. They did that from the beginning. And everyone's like, oh, my goodness. It was oh, like the best feature eBay. of that phone, probably. It changed It changed the game. Now it really changed does the it. game. And uh, yeah, and then, yeah, they did the wrist twist. What's funny is Rick Osterloh, who probably I'm pretty sure worked on his first couple of Motorola phones where they had the twist to camera. When he came to now, he's with Google, right? They added that to the Pixel, but instead of launching the camera, it just flips it to selfie mode. It's like he couldn't help himself. It must it must have been like the feature Rick introduced to the Moto X two or whatever. It's like this wrist yeah. twist. We're bringing that to Google. Bringing it to Google. <laughs> He might. He could hold the patent on it. It's totally possible. Rick owns that single patent. He's like, it's mine. Hey, man, yeah. it's completely, it's completely Twist possible. Twist it. Chop for flashlight. Yeah, chop for flashlight. I, chop for yeah, flashlight was one I actually used quite a bit. Flashlight. <laughs> yeah, I actually use that one quite a bit. That's a good one because the flashlight's on those things you kind of fumble for. Although, like with this phone, you could do like a. No, oh, that's not the right one. You could do a <laughs> gesture. I've changed all yeah. the gestures. I think do a gesture launcher. Anyway, one plus six. It's nice. You have any uh, updated thoughts on the G7 where you pump out that review? Oh, man. Review is coming. We do have a holiday on Monday, so expect to see the review first thing Tuesday morning. Um, updated thoughts? Uh, no, here's the phone just so everyone can see it. There <laughs> hey, it is. You're still using it. Yeah, look still at, using look at that, it. Just look at that LG launcher on there. No, this is a this is Nova, I know, baby. I know. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the LG launcher was the first thing to go. Um, God, that launcher sucks. LG launcher, yeah, no, it sucks. Uh, you know, the phone, it's fine. I'm ready. Uh, I'll be very ready to get off of it. Um, you know, before this phone was released, I was like really excited about it. I was like, oh, dude, hell yeah, give me the notch, life. Um, but I'm just sort of over it because it doesn't add any benefit to the user experience from what, what I can tell. What if you make it the and- multicolor gradient? At least it looks kind of cool. No, it doesn't. Uh, it, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't go. No. no, I know it doesn't go with anything that you're looking no, at on doesn't. your phone. Like your net, like no app no. is like gradient all the no. way through. No. You know, so there's there's some some things they could have done better, um, but there's also some things they could have done worse. I just want to so, know where the cameras improved because I, I feel like for years. Um, people tried to, some of our readers tried to sell us on LG's cameras being really good. And I feel like there was a time where I was like, am I just not seeing it? Cause I don't think these cameras are good. And, and people keep telling us like, no, LG's cameras are really good. They're really good. And like the last few phones, I don't feel like they ever get any better. Like you can tell there's that sharpness to photos that Samsung takes and Google's and Google's phones take. And I just don't really get it. Like there's something about LG. So now LG builds in lots of fun features. They were one of the first to do full manual. And then they did manual video controls and they've done some of that stuff. I just don't know the like, picture quality. Is it fine? No. Uh, so a lot of the, <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> a lot of the software stuff they build in is great. Like if you would put these controls inside of the Pixel with that sensor and like the tweaks they've made, ish would be incredible. But this um it's it's very slow to open, right? So if I I go in there, the camera opens up just fine, but then what it does it it, it automatically determines whether you're in a bright or low light setting. God help you if you're in a low light setting because it turns on this um, this automatic bright mode, which makes oh, everything does, yeah. just super slow. 
and so it slows oh, no, down really. the entire experience and um this ai cam is completely worthless i don't even understand why it's here right so you you've got something in front of the camera the artificial intelligence is attempting to determine what's in front of it so it can just <laughs> so offer you stupid. filters and you know what it, it says like it's, dog plant tree yeah book dog book. plant tree piece of bread you know like lobsters <laughs> it could be random thing ever it is and for the most part it'll pick up just fine what it is after yeah. you know a few seconds and yeah. when you're taking the picture however the filters that it offers are just the same filters that are already on the device it's like it's the most right. pointless just trying thing to recommend one right yeah Exactly. You could just pull out your own filters because it's got all the filters built in. You just pull out the filters and da 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 da. Choose whichever one you want. So it's just like there's it's just more complication for the sake of being AI or you know like art, uh, machine learning. So it's whatever, man. Um, you know the actual picture quality. I've noticed that it, it's actually. You know, when you take a picture, I'm just automatic with HDR on. You know, it, it's not bad. Um, so long as your subject's not moving. I've taken a lot of... Uh, uh, the, all the flowers are in bloom here. So I've been taking a lot of pictures of flowers and foliage and whatnot. And all that turns out great. Um, so you'll see when I have my post my full review, I'm going to post a whole bunch of pictures. So just you wait to find out. Right, I will wait. Other than that, I hate it. <laughs> You're just ready to move on to the next thing. That's the software, man. You just can't, <laughs> yeah, it is. can't use it. All right. So one final topic, then we'll get into uh, trivia. Uh, NVIDIA Shield TV got its big update to Android 8.0 Oreo, which brought the new UI that's more like a TV guide kind of UI. Up top, you got your favorite apps. And then below that, each app, well, not each app, but the apps that support it are kind of laid out almost like a channel guide. So you can see like what you should watch on Netflix or what you've been watching or Google Play Movies or probably Hulu or whatever, HBO Now. So it shows those. It's I played with it on the Nexus Player for a long time because it's had this for, I swear, like a year. And I didn't really like it on that. And now that I've got it on Shield, because the update did start rolling out yesterday, I, I think I'm fine with it. Um, I think when I was using it on the Nexus Player, none of the apps supported how it worked or anything. And, and Google's made some tweaks since to actually make it a little bit better. Because I, you know, I was using it today again on the Shield, and I'm totally fine with it. I mean, it's totally different. It looks different, but I think it works because it gives you the apps you want. It shows you a quick view of like what you've been watching. Like my kid likes to watch kids shows, so if I go to Google Play Movies, all the stuff he's been watching. Right there. I can see it and I can just choose it. So I actually think I kind of like it. Initially, I wasn't really excited, but I actually think I kind of like it now. So here's a, okay, a couple of things, a couple of notions or whatever. Yeah. Um, before this update, uh, I have the MTV app installed uh, because YouTube TV does not uh, have MTV. And my girlfriend likes to watch a few shows on MTV. The the problem I had with how it was set up beforehand was that it would just sometimes give you thumbnails of shows that are sort of like offered within those apps mm-hmm. and like, here's what to watch next Yeah, for like three weeks straight. There was a Jersey shore thumbnail like stuck on my home <laughs> that wouldn't dismiss. And it was literally just Jay wow. And her, you know, what's just hanging out on my big TV. So every time I turn it on, there's Jay Wow, which is great. I love, I love Jay Wow. Who doesn't love Jay Wow? But like, come on, dude, let's, let's, let's move on. You're like, um, I could have a kid in this house. Exactly. Those things. Your dogs are, <laughs> but, your dogs are frightened. Oh yeah. 
But now I actually really like what they've done with this update. You know, you can just kind of peek into these apps essentially and see what's available. And did have you noticed yet? Like, can you add YouTube TV because to the list? Yeah, to the like no. the channel or you know the they guide thing. It yet, I don't think. Yeah, so once that's added, it'll be even better. But I That'll like be being nice, able yeah. to see what I've been watching, say, on uh, Netflix or anything like that. So I like just being able to pop in. I mean, that's exactly what I use Android TV for, right? Just to yeah. get in, get out. So I actually really like it. Um, I think on the Shield TV, you've you've even got you know all the gaming and stuff. Like, if you don't own a Shield TV... You're doing Android TV wrong. That's just know, my the only opinion. thing is like, are they going to do a new one soon? This thing is two years old, a year and a Why half. Why would old. they? It's awesome, know. man. Like, there's nothing. It wrong still with runs it. great. Don't get me wrong. It, it still runs really, really nice. I'm just wondering, like, when they're going to refresh it. Somebody's got to make wow. a new one. No one's made a new good. Well, other than that JBL uh, speaker bar, that's a sound bar that's coming out. That's about the mm-hmm. only new high-ish end one that we've seen, Android TV and we've seen in a while. I think. Like, it seems like it's time for someone to make one. Man, I, I, I mean, imagine Nvidia's margins on these things are they make like 120 bucks off of each one probably because the components have been around for so long they're so cheaply made. Yeah, what is this running like the Tegra X or whatever? Something. I don't even know. They, I mean, they didn't upgrade the internals when they revamped it. They just put all the same stuff in. Then they take a port away or something like an SD card slot. They took that away. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, and 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 like then shipped it in a plastic mold instead of that fancy metal one that the original one. Like who knows how much money they're making on these things? They should drop yeah. them to about ninety nine bucks. I think that would be kind of nice. One forty nine. You know that's fine something 125 bucks because you're right everyone should everyone should own one of these things everyone should have one i mean you couple this with the shield controller and then even if you don't want to do a lot of gaming you still have that option to play some sweet games and with the changes to geforce now and all that like there's a lot of cool stuff so it's never been a better time to get into android tv (laughs) all right uh trivia Oh, baby. Oh, man. Trivia dance. Look, we can do it together. Look at that. Oh, Trivia dance. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> oh, man. Trivia is back. All right. So trivia is back. If you want to refresh your stream to get that current stream, that fat, you want to drop that resolution down, that audio only stream. Actually, audio, well... We'll still say the the questions. We're going to show you the questions on screen. Oh, it's so fancy in here. Uh, oh. All right. So for those who aren't ooh, aren't familiar, who are new to trivia, well, if you're listening like down the road, I'm sorry you missed it. If you're watching us live, which a number of you are right now, this is how it works. We have five questions. Uh, we will reward five winners with a prize. Um, when we get to the end of it, we'll talk about how you uh, will contact you and all of that stuff. Uh, basically, we shout out a question first to answer it correctly in the stream. Uh, you win. It's it's basically that simple. And so, you know, we go off of what our screen shows who's first because your screen may show something different depending on your internet connection and whatnot. So anyway, we say a question, you answer it first to answer right in the stream wins a prize. And our prizes this week just so happen to be google home minis google home minis for everyone five google home minis uh two five different winners yeah not every the winners. yeah yeah. no not everyone's getting five you're all getting one so uh you're not all all of our winners will receive yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i mean okay okay well yeah of course but our five winners each get a google home mini yeah not the however many you're watching (laughs) for like 
uh, you know, a thousand Google Home Minis. <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, they said we all get them. <laughs> Everyone. Five of you. Yeah. Well, since Kellen's already gone over the rules, I guess we should just get into it real quick, though. Kellen, uh, are you and me same page in terms of the comment section? Did Trayvon Reed just post a comment? He sure did. He said that would be awesome. Oh. Lol. And aw dang, let's do it from Ben Jacobs. Yep, correct. We are <laughs> right. in sync. We are in sync. So we're just going to start it off. Uh, Kellen, feel free to start us off with question number one. Question number one. What was the initial launch price of the original Essential phone? Oh boy, we've got we've got a winner. I'm yeah. seeing Brett Wright with the correct answer. I mean, six ninety nine seven hundred. I'll take I'll take it. Yeah. Then if you're going to give him seven hundred, Brett has yeah. got it. All right, Brett Wright. Brett Wright, the first winner of a Google Home Mini. Congratulations, Brett Wright. Woof. That's uh, quick. There's like not a, much of a delay here at all. No, not much at all. We've got the, uh, I mean, we had that, we panned to the questions. Everyone liked that. Was everyone able to like read the prompt? <laughs> I mean, that was. That happened real quick. It. Yeah. Yeah. That was quick. Uh, Brett Wright. Congratulations, man. Congratulations, Brett. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, get it with number, number two, please. Push number two up now. What is the name of the OS Samsung currently uses on its smartwatches? What is the name of the OS Samsung currently uses on its smartwatches? We do have a winner. I'm seeing Todd Pavlik with the correct oh, yeah. answer of Tizen. Oh, man, these guys are so fast today. Yeah, yeah. What's it? Is this yep. whole new setup maybe just creating like it was Hangouts? It Todd, was Hangouts, Jake, man. Todd with the win. Todd with the win. Todd Pavlik, congratulations. Good job, Todd. Free Google Home Mini coming your way. We buddy. love you, Todd. <laughs> All right. Well, gosh, I guess we're just going to keep it, keep on rolling. Uh, question number three, please. Question number three is up. What year was Android Auto released to the public? Again, what year was Android Auto released to the public? I do not know the answer to this. <laughs> Jackson came in with the correct answer of 2015. Jackson Neatert? Uh, twenty. Wait, what did I say? No, no, no. What did I say? <laughs> yes, twenty fifteen. Yes. No, he, yeah. he had it. Twenty fifteen. All right, I want to make sure. Yeah, got that. A Jackson is the winner on that. Right. Twenty fifteen. Thank goodness. Hey man, <laughs> it's hard. Well, I mean, you know, they spam it. It's it. It flies. Nice. Congratulations, <laughs> Ben Jacobs in the chat. Every every show, Ben's like, I answered that first. I love you, Ben. But every show, you're like, No, I answered all these first. <laughs> this is so yeah. funny. Sorry, Ben. I'm checking. I mean, on our screen, man, you were like a split second behind. <laughs> That's too bad. Womp womp. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Better man. luck next time, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> still got two uh, questions left. Yeah. Oh yeah, we still we got plenty of stuff. We got still got two Google Home Minis to give away. Yes, let's uh, so many. let's do it. Let's go for question number four, please. Question number four is up. What was HTC's first U.S. phone with a 1080p display? Again, what was like HTC's first U.S. phone oh, with a 1080p display? Ooh! Well, Brett Wright has already won, so we're going to have to go with Rashad Gaddis as the winner on this one with the Droid DNA. Droid DNA. Yeah, Brett had it first, but Brett, you already won, so you can't win twice. So Rashad, right. right after him. That's yep. right. 
droid still DNA. gets brownie points. The droid DNA, wireless charging, 1080p. Oh, and I was googling stuff about the droid DNA before the show to like make to confirm everything. It's just it was it was funny to watch how everyone wrote up like, oh my god, this display so many pixels. <laughs> so it was 1080. Pixel, um, now it's like we complain when we're like, actually, 1080p is totally fine, but it was a big deal. A big deal. Sweet. Well, congratulations, Rashad. We've still got one more Google Home Mini to give away. And in order to uh, to do that, we're going to have to go with uh, question number five. Please. One second. Technical difficulty. Oh. Technical difficulty. Oh, I'm I see sorry. what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> okay, anyways, ready for uh, question number five now? Absolutely, I'm ready. Question number five is up. Which OEM manufactured the Nexus 7? Again, which OEM manufactured the Nexus 7? Brett Wright cheating out here. Eli Kuznikov. I hope I pronounced your name right, man. Apologies if I didn't. But Eli Kuznikov? Yeah, I mean, Brett Wright was first again, but you you don't call Brett. So, yeah, he's getting ultimate brownie points today. Eli Eli with the correct answer of Asus. They were the OEM manufacturer of the Nexus 7. Do they make both? Yes, they did. They did, right? The yeah. 2012 and the 2013. Whew, what a good little tablet that was. That was the greatest tablet ever. It actually really was. Eli's like, finally I won. And dude, you uh, you won a good prize, man. Google yeah. Home Mini? Yeah. Google Home Mini. I like minis. it. That was good trivia. All the prizes. Yeah. Did that go well? Did you guys like seeing the question? I know like some of you were like, no. Because if I had to read, I wouldn't be able to type very fast. Yeah, I'm a congratulations, everybody. Oh, man, you know what? I'm really bummed because we've got the the new setup and we were going to be doing trivia. I wanted to, like, make it very special and put on, like, a laser light show in my my office room, but I completely spaced on it. And I'm super pissed now. Anyway, doesn't matter. Sorry, everybody. I was ready for it to go. I was ready for it. Well, I'm just going to have to start doing it now. Got to up the brightness, up the speed. Oh, there, there it is. Go. I can see the colors coming. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Laser light show, baby. <laughs> turn, down the, turn down the Philips hue. That's, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised at how bright it is. I didn't know those things were that bright. <laughs> Dude, it's so damn bright. I can't even see my display. Sure. That's amazing. <laughs> so next next trivia, this is what I'll be doing. Yeah, now. I think we need to turn that on. I mean, I yeah. I don't know if I could get any to go right here, and then we could just totally technicolor the whole show. <laughs> so good, but yeah, so I'm partying. Awesome. All right, yeah. so uh, winners, if you're still in the chat, we didn't tell you this. Tim's going to put his email in the chat right now, and you're going to email Tim. So if you were one of those five winners, um, Tim's going to drop that email in the chat right now, and you email Tim. Nope. I think you're actually going to email Kellen. Kellen's handling hand, handling the prizes this week. Oh, yeah. You're right. Sorry. You're right. <laughs> totally wrong. I just put my email in the chat. Email me <laughs> right now. Email me right now if you were a winner. Uh, my email is right there in the chat. Bounce. And uh, uh, Rich will, Ryder uh, asking asking what those lights are. Those are the Nano Leaf Aura. Uh, I wrote them up. Totally awesome. 
Uh, they were at CES this past year. They've got a new little fancy cube remote. Man, it's awesome. Nanoleaf Aurora. They're like little triangle LED panels you stick together. They're dope. Nanoleaf makes some cool stuff. And, and if you don't want those, they have this other thing coming someday that's like a touch oh, panel wall that does. Oh, it's so cool. They make some cool uh, stuff. And they just release this little controller thing that looks like a multi-sided die. And it like you spin it and it has like a motor in it. It changes. It's so cool. They like make this some cool stuff. You spin it on your hands. Oh, yeah. It, you look at it and you're like, that thing looks really cheesy and stupid. And then you pick it up. And as you rotate it, it can change your light's colors because it does like some wireless stuff. And then, yeah, it vibrates. It, it's very cool. It's good stuff. Anyway, so yeah, those winners, if you're still here, email me right now. My email is in the chat. Sorry, we didn't forgot that. <laughs> We'd like oh, to get you prizes. Email me. I think that's it, though. New show like setup. Like new trivia setup. I'm loving it. Um, someone was asking about NBA playoffs. Man, how about those Warriors? Uh, <laughs> choke Masters. Oh, boy. They, uh... Uh, I, yes, Rashad, I got your email. Jackson got your email. Eli got your email. Brett, nice. email me. Who is the other one besides Brett? <laughs> We're missing one. Uh, Eli, Rashad, Jackson, Brett. I don't remember who number five was. I mean, we can go. Eli, back did no, you say Eli? Eli? Oh, Todd. Todd got me. Oh. All right, Brett. The Brett, the guy that answered eight questions right, hasn't emailed me yet. Todd Pavley, that's who it was. All right. All right, got you know, four I had, of yours just waiting on Brett. Oh, there's Brett. All right, cool. There, we got all good. emails. Good I had everyone. problems with Brett. Brett, FYI, and everyone who won, what was it, the prize? Um, the um, the Belkin Chargers, those are out. So expect to see those next week if you're here. If you were a winner of the Belkin Chargers, they will be at your place early next week. Just Sweet. FYI. PSA announcement. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we could talk about the Warriors and stuff, but we're already like an hour and 20 minutes in. Uh, going to see solo i probably won't yet but i will eventually yes looks good well you gotta yeah i gotta see it at some point yeah all right sweet anything else no i hope everyone has a fantastic weekend i'll catch you guys on night this weekend or i'll see you at the movie theater checking out solo or whatever i mean hey hope everyone has a fantastic weekend have a fantastic weekend memorial day weekend uh be safe out there do not drink and drive We'll catch you uh, (laughs) next week. Peace.